0: Hey, this is Christian and welcome to Let's Talk God. It has been a while since we chatted, but given that it is very crazy out there right now, I thought this would be a good time to check back in. Um, If you have watched TV, internet, anything at all, been to a grocery store, you know it is scary times out there for a lot of people. Um, There are lots of people making all kinds of conjectures on the internet and TV, on why what is happening is happening right now? We don't know. nobody does. Um, we don't know the mind of God, but we do know what He told us to do when circumstances come up. So that's what we should be focusing on, making sure we're feeding ourselves on the word and not on fear, because fear is pretty rampant right now, and people kind of need us to be Christians that are staying in a calm place and standing on the word of God. So one of the things that I have heard a lot over the past few weeks is um, talking about pleading the blood of God over pleading the blood of Jesus over your life. Um, there are a lot of conversations I've been in where people are like, don't really know where it came from. We don't know what we're saying. Other people are like, that's not the Bible. I don't know. Let's talk about it. looking at Romans 6. I'm going to read verse 10 and 11 from the Passion Translation. For by his sacrifice, he died to sin's power once and for all, but he now lives continuously for the father's pleasure. So let it be the same with you. Since you are now joined with him, you must continually view yourselves as dead and unresponsive to sin's appeal while living daily for God's pleasure in union with Jesus, the anointed one. Yay, we're dead. (laughs) Generally not what you would hear in life, but it is actually something that we can be excited about as Christians and the fact that we are not. Alive to the fear and craziness that comes with the day-to-day life just being on this earth. Um, so let's look at this from an Old Testament and a New Testament uh, outlook. First, let me say the term plead the blood of Christ, which is one that we use often. I'm actually not sure where we came up with that exact verbiage. Um, I haven't found a translation that that is come out of a verse, but um, pleading just in the definition of it is um us asking for, believing in, relying on the blood of Christ being the thing that we we as Christians live from. So Old Testament, looking at it, uh, there was a point where the Hebrews were enslaved. They were like, God, please save, please save us, please save us, please save us, please save us. God is like, boom, now it's your time. He sent Moses. Moses walks up to Pharaoh and is like, let my people go because he had a stutter. Pharaoh was like, no comes back and goes, let him go. No, let him go. They go back and forth with this a few times. God sends a couple different plagues, some frogs, which I always thought was kind of random, um, but I'm sure there's something in it I don't understand. <laughs> um, all these different things to go, hey, let him go. And Vera was like, no. God comes back and goes, all right, I'm putting a squash on this. Here's what's about to happen. Everybody, There is every household around here is about to lose their firstborn son. Now, nobody wants to to lose a child. The firstborn in this time was like the one that was going to carry your legacy. So we're talking like massive devastation to the people around here. What he does is he tells the people of God, the Israelites, he says, put the blood of a sacrificed animal over your doorframe. Then when the spirit comes to for all the children, any household that it sees that has the blood over the door, I'm not coming in. Now, if you want to look some more into that, there's a video um, that I, you talked about maybe about a year and a half ago, a couple years ago, that has more in depth on that. So go ahead and click that uh, card up at the top. It'll send you that video. But he goes, anybody who has that blood over them, you're good. You're fine. Spirit passes over. Craziness happens pretty much like kind of like right now, but all the people who had the blood over their door, they're good. Fast forward. We're now in the New Testament. We're looking at Romans six today. It says Jesus died once for all. Basically, everybody had to from the time of atonement through the law, through the Bible. If you were going to have your sins forgiven, you had to sacrifice the animal. But then you had to go back and do it again next year and the priest had to come back and do it again. And then you messed up and then your coworker looked too crazy and you did it again. And every time you have to do this again. And Jesus came, shed blood once for everybody. We don't have to do it anymore. Every sin from here on out, fully taken care of. The Bible then goes into saying the same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives in us. So if there is a power that lives in us that can conquer death itself, that means nothing else should be able to come at us. No sickness, no financial issues, no crazy bosses, no my children are getting on my nerves, no my husband can sleep on the couch tonight. All of that stuff we can deal with because he's given us the power to overcome sin and death itself. So that's where we go. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over my life because I'm going what Jesus has done once for everything. I'm saying that I believe that for my own life and I'm choosing to stand on the fact that I don't have to worry about what comes next. We have no idea what comes next. I pray for our government officials multiple times a day because they are in a super unprecedented part of of our world where we just haven't seen this in decades where we had to deal with an entire globe dealing with the same issue. And yet here we are. So they're trying to figure out what do we do? And we don't. We have no idea. What we do know is Jesus Christ died on the cross once for all. He has given us more than enough to be able to deal with everything that comes at us. For people who work in the entertainment industry like me, we don't even know when you're going to go back to work. For people who work in the medical field, who knows where you're going to have to deal with next. Some of y'all are single parents dealing with kids at home and you have no idea when they're going back to school and you still have to go to work. We don't know. What we do know is... We have accepted Jesus Christ, there is blood on our door, and we are choosing to stand on the fact that God said, I will always take care of you and every single one of your needs will always be supplied in me. Love you.